This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So obviously it's getting later and later. We're sweating, yeah. it's dark, and it's it's uh you know, it's dangerous to be out there at that time. Yeah. And so I turn to Elias Katias. Yeah, I hate this song. Just shut it up. Shut the song off. I hate it. I just I can't. And I turn to him and I go, especially now that we have our new version. Yeah. Uh, and and but I go I go well, if you guys pay for the pro version. You'll That's get why to I'm hear. saying I yeah. hate it. I love the song. The song's great. It's my favorite song. You guys pay for the pro version. We actually got a way more expensive version of that but song. But I'm saying, like, yeah. I hate this song. And so people are like, oh, I got to hear oh, that gotta other song. I got to pay for the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I turn to Elias, and I go, uh, should we just quit? And then Gary Sinise is like, no. We have to do this. No. And he and he and he's like, grab a shovel, boys. Because we're digging up John Steinbeck's body mm-hmm. uh, to see if the rumors are true. Yeah. That he was buried with a pile of Nazi gold. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going, how are we going to know what kind of gold it is really? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just gold. It doesn't say that on it. I don't think they stamped it on there. No. And also, uh, obviously, Elias is just curious if Steinbeck had what we all think he had. A hog. A monster hog. And he's saying he can tell from the way that the pelvis is distended. Yeah. Just the pelvic bone. Because it would pull down his hips. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would have dragged down, oh, especially for the length of time that he lived, that if he had a hog like that. Yeah. That it would have his um, iliac crest would be descended. Mm -hmm. Um, So – as we're all fighting and digging and sweating and fighting, all of a sudden I start getting shot with bullets. Yeah. And I look up and um, Tiffany, the pop star, is like, think you're alone now or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. She's shooting me. Okay. And so, of course, she I take the shovel. I knock a couple of the bullets Never back doing her. any of the digging or hunting herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, always following the other hunters. Mm-hmm. And then and swoops then in right when it's almost dug up. And I go, oh, he really must have this gold because she loves that stuff. Yes. And so I start hitting the bullets back with the shovel and one of the bullets freaking takes her wig and, off. And it, tricking you into thinking you're alone now. <laughs> setting up, setting that up so long ago. Oh, yeah. No. Getting that song stuck in your head so you're trained to think that you're alone now. Mm. And Tiffany is actually there shooting you. Mm. And, uh, and Gary gets killed and Elias gets killed. Yeah. And then um, – uh, I kill her, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then I you were just tired at that point because I know you did not finish getting the gold. No, I didn't dig up, and it's... I didn't get to see if he's packing heat down there. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. We already introduced. We are just always doing different stuff with this model. We already introduced the guests in the ad. Have you ever, ever, ever in your life 
heard is another it, show do that. Oh, it was that, a pre-roll ad. Is it pre-roll? Yeah, it was okay. a pre-roll. Oh, good. Sometimes because I, I just assumed it was a mid-roll ad, and I know I'm not saying that because of this. Uh, yeah, because who with would ever have you ever heard of somebody like that? Right, doing doing that. the injure the guest in the ad. Right, well, and unprecedented. Sometimes it does say pre-roll at the top of an ad, and then we'll read it, and then when we go. Uh, to listen to the show, like they just threw it in the it. fucking middle. Yeah, sure, and sure. Just like, okay, guys, thanks. And someone will say on the internet, like, I think this was maybe supposed to be somewhere else. Yeah. Because I think they were trying to tell us a story, but it wasn't the ads, but they're all out of order. Yeah. And then we just are always punished for putting any care into what we do. At right. All. Just fucking no mm-hmm. reward ever. Everyone being. else here knows it makes them look bad, and so they will sabotage us. Mm. To maintain the status quo. They're all paying off. And it's working. Yeah. And it's working. And it's working. And the status quo is alive and healthy. Do you think think that's ideal ad placement? Like from – I I wonder from your perspective creatively because clearly you're trying to do something if you're you're throwing in some some story elements into your your ads. It seems like pre-roll works for you. But like I wonder – from the advertiser's perspective, do they think they, I have to think maybe mid roll is the most engaged? Like you're kind of in the middle of the episode, sure. you go to break, then you've got your audience already hooked. They're maybe more likely to to listen to that, or, or maybe they're already in the middle of like their workout or their commute, so they're not going to skip through the ad. Oh yeah, that's that, the most obvious. That's my thing assumption. In the world. That's but the most I, obvious thing in the world. So you think that was a trite observation that I shouldn't have made? Yeah, that's insanely stupid. stupid. Okay, <laughs> all right, so that's stupid. exactly what I was thinking. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Like, you start the podcast like anybody knows if they want to skip ads that you just like skip to when you actually oh now I'm hearing the theme song okay yeah, now right. I'm gonna listen but then when one comes up in the middle you don't everyone knows it both anecdotally from their own lives uh-huh. and just yeah. from thinking for one fucking second. Now, how long did it take you to say it? I mean, I took. I spent a little bit of time just deta- detailing the logic. That's corny, man. <laughs> All right, that's corny. But it also doesn't apply to. Here's another reason why it's so stupid. Yeah, it doesn't really apply to us because there are metrics now. I don't know if you know about this because you're operating independently, but you can see ads whether people drop out or not when they're listening to ads. Oh, interesting. There's a little graph that Did shows you not know that? a little line. No, I haven't seen creeping that. across the graph and it goes up and down depending on when people are skipping or actually listening to the ads. Mm. And ours, if you look at ours, it looks like the the line is looks like my friggin' uh dangling which sticks straight out. Yeah, straight. Yeah. No angle on that bad boy. Just no. parallel with the floor. No. And right. a lot of the other show's lines looks like my dingling, which goes straight w- down. Which is. <laughs> yeah. It flat right. lines for yeah. a while and then goes down. Got it. And like, Come back and up. like after like 25 minute mark mm-hmm. and then goes back up. And pops back up a little bit. Peek it out. So and then the post roll is like. <laughs> Way down, mm. right? Yeah, because once the episode's over, then people aren't engaged anymore. They're just yeah. Like, I meant on his thing. Like, yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah, post roll on your dong. Yeah, yo, dude. Hey, man, can we talk about the ad again? Let me just say, I'm sorry I blew by your steady bobbing for apples thing. I already no, had I like that. I was thinking of that. I was gonna no, say. Can like you explain that. what that was to me? Steady bobbing. Yeah, for apples. Yeah, what is that? Is that a what's it's like that a, a corny to? activity, man? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you are hearing that and thinking like that sounds like a fun like date idea or something. Sounds kind of yeah wholesome. It's germs. Yeah. Okay. It's mm. apples, which are one of the corniest <laughs> fruits. <laughs> and it's like 
a Halloween activity. Yeah. Right. So I guess you'd be doing it so you can, like, bring up your monster fuck song. You'd be like, hey, I did this kind of famous song. You think that's a thing I try to, like, <laughs> every time, when you're every time September rolls around, uh-huh. I feel like you start to get a little, like, excited to, to bring out the monster mm. fuck again. Well, I think if you're buying for apples, it's pretty likely that the monster mash will come on. And you'll go like, oh, man, this actually reminds me of something very funny I've done. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that doesn't sound like a fair characterization of me. I don't think I'm someone who goes around bragging about bits I've done on shows. Mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I do it every year. Ackerman asked me to do it. This is the one time he allows me to go on Comedy Bang Bang once a year to do the monster fuck. And so, like, that's when it comes up. And, and a lot, people do mention it to me on social media. I don't think it's a thing I bring up on my own. Seems like mm. you should be allowed at this point to do – other holiday songs. Mm. I could. I guess. Right. I guess. Then it just becomes like: Is that just going to seem derivative of, in the same way that Monsters Holiday is? But derivative what would seem of derivative Mash? of the thing that you do now is right. doing it over and over again. Sure. Instead of doing, you know, like doing a, something a, new, a, like a your gross out your signature gross out comedy mm-hmm. for other holidays. Mm. I see. Yeah, I don't know. I guess there's. I mean, there is something to the element of like, oh, the I guess the the meta joke of I don't, I'm not even sure if I'm using meta correctly, but the 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 like the joke of doing the same bit every year is that I present it as it's a new bit, and then so I just do the exact same thing. I think like if it was like it was actually a new bit in a way that's almost rule of thirty sevens, <laughs> the rule of thirty seven, right, right. It's now it's in the stage now where it has stopped being funny. Yeah, but it's going to come back around and be funny again. <laughs> Thirty-seven years from now, or mm-hmm. I guess it would be yeah, thirty thirty-one years from now. However long I've been doing wow. it, yeah. six years. Six years, man! What a ride, huh? <laughs> Goddamn! People are thinking two episodes in a row with just Weiger and no Mitch. That's very smart. Very smart thing to think. Mm-hmm. We right. are thinking that as well. Yeah. What happens is we should get Kevin. What Kevin? I shouldn't have to open the door to do this. Kevin! Please, please, Hayes, my dog. You want the when door to shout just swing open? He loves it. When you shout that loud, yeah, I he's want the very door. Concerned. Can you just have the door to um, swing? He didn't seem too startled. Yeah, but Washington he was okay. sleeping so he came peacefully, over, he came and now over. he's going to be oh, he waking oh, out. Oh, he's going to be licking the walls. Well, now he's getting some Chewing pets. on the foam in the corner. Oh, yeah, from friggin' Weiger. <laughs> he likes it. Corny ass Corny pets. pets. <laughs> Chef Kevin. Hi, Chef. Uh, hey, guys, Chef Kevin here. Thanks for having me. You almost fucked up. <laughs> Walk us through the process of, of of booking this episode. Sure. Okay. Um, I reached out to Nick and Mitch like what would you say, Nick, a month ago? That was a while ago. Do you want me to find out on? I mean, I could I could look it up in my email. That'll be thrilling. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll be looking while you, while you're giving some more background. Kevin. Uh, cool. So I reached out like a month ago. I said, Hey, Sean and Hayes would love to have you guys both on. Are you available? Um, any Saturdays in February, I believe I said. And then they both said, the what's today, the third would work for them. And then I asked 
uh, a couple days ago if they could do because I originally asked for eleven a.m. Yes, and then I said, could you guys actually do ten thirty? Sorry, real quick, Sorry. just so everyone listening knows. Neither Hayes nor I are giving Kevin the famous stretch it out symbol <laughs> during this story. It may seem like if you just imagine Kevin telling a story at this pace that there must be someone across from him sort of pulling their fingers apart like they're pulling taffy. We're both just staring at him in in horror. Yeah, in disbelief. <laughs> I was finally able to get my shit together enough just to say what was happening, but but go ahead, Kevin. He continue. Bosch frozen he in fear. He actually put Bosch back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that, snoozing in the that corner. That is kind. So they both said yes, and then Mitch said he couldn't do today, kind of last minute. Uh, yeah, so what? The, uh, January 5th you emailed us. Yeah, yeah, and you asked him if... The, the, the follow-up was, mm-hmm. can you guys do half an hour earlier? Yeah. yeah we've and been- he said, I will not be doing the show at all. <laughs> right. I sadly have to – this is Mitch's email. You, so Kevin emailed, hey, guys, can you do 1030 on Saturday? Thanks. Uh, Mitch, I sadly have to back out Saturday. I'm going to the Super Bowl last minute, so that will kind of timestamp uh, when this record is. I apologize. Tell the guys I'm sorry. So, yeah, that was his – you don't, him, you don't think it timestamped when the record was when Kevin said, said February third <laughs> and the time. <laughs> oh, I guess I kind of I kind of zoned out. Yeah, that. You guys all zoned out. It's okay, right? I guess maybe people might not know what February. What I might what my thinking was February third. People that date might not mean anything, but Super Bowl weekend they might have a memory attached to that. Mm-hmm, sure. And please do call it the big game. Oh, I apologize. Of course, the big game. Uh, I wonder why you can't call it the Super Game. Yeah, they own Super. Yeah, mm. or, yeah, or the Big, or the bowl. big bowl. Right. I think it's probably safest legally to just excise both words. If you use one or the other, they, they, it might be somewhat actionable. Okay. Right. <laughs> this freaking corny motherfucker. <laughs> so Mitch, this is not the first time. This I think this exact same thing happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time. He bailed yep. on another record. We booked both you guys in the day before, Mitch was like, actually, yeah. I'm not going to be there. Yeah. People are, and uh, they also think like, oh, Mitch must have like some good connections, like some good friends to go to the Super Bowl. Nope, he paid $3,000 of your <laughs> Patreon money. That's where, you, that's your buddy. Mm-hmm. It's you. You are the friends. I really want to support these podcasters. Oh, they, they work so hard, give me so much content. They freaking... Eat cheese fries in front of a mic. I gotta, I gotta give them the money I earned all day fixing air conditioners or whatever, <laughs> crawling around in a vet, and then fucking what does he do with the money? Flies out three thousand dollars. That's not counting how much he paid for the flights and for. I bet he paid for his friend too. I, I don't know if he and paid a hotel, for maybe. I don't know if he paid for his friend. I think he definitely went out of pocket for himself. He I, he's staying with a friend, so he doesn't have a, a hospitality expense. The flight, but he's gonna buy that guy dinner. Yeah, he's, he'll buy his friend dinner. I'm sure, and some drinks. Um, but he bragged about the flight. Like that. This is he. Bra- this is how I knew how much he spent on the tickets. He bragged about how much he'd saved on the flight because he used. He like bought a. Flight to Dallas with a connection in Minnesota, so he's just going to get off the plane in Minneapolis. And so that was cheaper than flying directly there, I guess. And it was because of that decision yeah. that it's going to take – because you're thinking, like, it's Saturday morning. Why isn't he available for this? Sure. It's because he saved, like, 50 bucks to do a nine-hour flight <laughs> to, to Minneapolis. 
So he had to probably leave at like 6 a.m. Yeah, probably that's mm. probably what happened. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it also could have been just 10:30 was too early for him to start. That could also have been it. Mm-hmm. Like he could he it, he could still be at home right now. Who knows? And for anyone who thinks, hey, these guys shouldn't be in Mitch's pockets like this, talking about the actual hard numbers, three thousand dollars that he paid for the tickets. Anybody who wants to say that, here's what I have to say to you. Mitch probably agrees. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a continuing pattern. It's a theme, right? That. Mitch bails on your ass. He hangs you out to dry. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's part of our on working relationship. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we 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 figure it out. But yeah, I, I've been I've voiced my frustrations uh, with Mitch at times, and he's voiced his frustrations with me. We we both have uh, kind of uh, problems with each other for different reasons. But yeah, I, I I will say that like he's not normally he doesn't normally flake out like this on me. But it is it is interesting that he's done this twice to you guys. No, mm-hmm. this is on you. This is he's doing this to you. You think yeah, he's doing to this you. to me? Yeah, okay. he's because here you are just like flopping around on the deck, mm. like like a fish, I guess. Sure, sure, yeah. And you guys are roasting me relentlessly, calling me a corny ass motherfucker. Well, and you're gonna and this is gonna be one of the worst episodes of the year. For you guys. And when they make the list, yeah, of all the worst podcast episodes for the year, mm. they're going to go, well, the time Nick Wagner was on Hollywood Handbook, and you're exposed. And Got Mitch it. knows that when he's with you, he's sort of able to buoy some of your mm. traits, uh, and that when he leaves you alone, he's going to be fully exposing you as just so fucking corny. <laughs> I was really looking forward to that list because I thought, oh, God, it would be so great to, like, hear all the episodes where they just got nothing going. The host and the guests clearly just have no chemistry whatsoever, nothing to talk about. Mm. That seemed like such a fun list if we had not been on it so much. Yeah, Mm. that's exactly right. I was really ready to just dance on the graves of all my enemies, and then I come to find out that I've been— It's your own name on the grave, like Scrooge. Yeah, it's like Scrooge. Who made this? Is, is this a, was this like a paste magazine thing? Uh, was this on the Earwolf subreddit? <laughs> it's paste. It's paste? It's paste oh, it's baby. paste. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, paste, you know, they can be, I, the, hey, they went after UCB for not paying coaches. I mean, they, yeah, they, they're pretty brutal. They? How dare they? <laughs> this sacred institution. Right. Mm. How dare you suggest that they reimburse them for their labor when they get attention for it? Priceless attention. Amen. There's no amount of money that could that could be enough right. to equal the amount of attention they get for being coaches and the feeling of power. It's a rock star lifestyle, man. I mean, I can say it. I've been through it. Jesus, Nick. I've been on Herald You've Night. You've been up on that stage. I've been on Mod Night. Ugh. I know what it's like. It's electric. The money would cheapen it. And I'm sure right. all the coaches would say that as well. Mm-hmm. I, can I just, can we just step back for a Pace second? Taste is obsessed with money and paying people for work. Shame. Can we can we just step back it's for more, a second? It's more complicated than you think, though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is my background. Yeah, I'm slavishly devoted to my theater. Right. Yeah. The same way you feel about the uh, Harvard Lampoon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you see Feudal and Stupid Gesture? I know. Uh, 
All my heroes. I, that's not my thing. I'm not interested. All in my that. heroes. Yeah, I guess it's really for me and my cronies. Right. But it was a portrayal of every single one of my greatest heroes. John Gemberling? Armin Weitzman? <laughs> John Daly? Armin Weitzman. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and it was so cool to see my life up there on the screen. Right. I'm partying in a castle. Yeah. I'm drinking Playing wine. softball with the crimsoids and not even taking it seriously at all. Leave, yeah, not even caring. And that— Making a mockery of it. And and giving a little bit of a middle finger to just about everybody. Mm. Because if you can't laugh, then why are we even on this fucking stupid blue marble we call the planet? Is there any sort of hazing involved in joining the Lampoon? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll fuck with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, you come rolling in there, man, you're going to take some licks. Right. Unfortunately. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, that's what makes you so strong and funny later, is that, like, you know you earned your spot. Because one thing we'll do is, if you're a woman, we won't let you in. If you're not white, that, we I basically heard, won't. I heard that wasn't true. Yeah. It is true? We Yeah. If you're not white, we're basically like, we might let you in, but we'll never really take you seriously. See, to me, I asked about I asked about hazing. This just sounds like a discriminatory practice in who you're admitting. Like, that, that's not what I care. I characterize hazing as like, oh, you have to drink a bunch of, you know, a bunch of shots or something or. Oh, no. We never make, make you do that. Okay. We will. (laughs) One thing we really like to do Uh is just mess up a castle and just make somebody clean it up. Mm. And that's cool. And so in a way, we're hazing like the cleaning staff that we pay for. Right. Um, I did hear from someone who was, I don't know if they were associated with the Lampoon or they had a friend who was at the Lampoon. Uh, but that they were that there was some sort of plate breaking ritual, like people, like everyone was going in somewhere and like just shattering plate, like throwing plates on the ground. We'll do that anywhere okay. there's service staff. We will disrespect them. Um, that's a fucking joke to us. Right. We never have had jobs or anything. I guess so. We will uh, absolutely make their lives more difficult by just smashing shit and making a mess. And that is sort of how we get our our kicks. And uh, so, yeah, in a way, we are hazing anyone who didn't go to Harvard, really. Um, And we're just giving freaking jobs to each other and stuff. Not like we need them, but. Right. What do you think Harvard is alone among the Ivy Leagues is like kind of having a that sort of humor magazine that people hold up as this is influential and this is what. You know, this is a feeder to Nick. Network Shots fired at the Dartmouth Jack O' Lantern. Watch the movie. Oh, oh, it's explained and the in the Princeton movie. Tiger. Okay. Um, but why are they alone and being so influential? <clears throat> I guess because we're just so funny. Mm. Me and my cronies. Sure, all my, all my Harvard. All the cronies. Stanford chappies out there are foaming at the mouth. Yeah, I I can't believe that. Nick Weiger went after those guys. I didn't think this corny bitch had it in him, but he's actually really freaking slashing them. Oh, I'll go after the chappies. So you did a whole new song for the double. Yeah, we now did. Now we have to do that. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah, we do. Okay. Everyone is looking at what you did now that we are making. I don't know if you've heard we have Buku Bucks now. 
Yeah, you guys are you, you're doing a, a bonus a bonus episodes on the on Stitcher Premium, correct? That's the name of the service. Yeah, don't man. say it like that. Yeah, man, you got the name right. Stitcher Premium. I hear it saying like, oh, it's like Stitcher Premium. It's like you're taking five dollar a month payments and like taking a, a fraction of a cent off each one. Meanwhile, I'm taking fifteen dollars like a person, like a listener. Yeah, like we're not exactly cash. flying to the Super Bowl with it, but uh, that's not that's not exactly what we need from our listeners. See, when you when you go behind a paywall like mm-hmm. Stitcher Premium, and yeah. people say, "Oh, we don't like the paywall." One thing is, you get a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. Our old shows sure. are there. This show, Hollywood Masterclass, that people are saying is very funny, is there. Even the Teachers Lounge, our greatest enemy, we're in there having a party in there with them. Mm, yes. That's fun. Mike, because— Your shit. Yeah. I pay for your shit. I just get your shit. And then if I want someone else, I got to pay for that too. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think the Patreon that's model— corny. I think— <laughs> I don't know if I'd say it was corny, but I, I do think the Patreon model ultimately is going to be— is going to run into a critical mass issue where it's like how many— Five dollar a month Patreons? Are you going to pay for individual podcasts? Like if you, you know, if, the, if every every podcast is setting up their own little mini paywall, how many of those am I ultimately going to subscribe to? Eventually, likes with Stitcher Premium, we'll probably see people bundle into other uh, paywalled services. Yeah, that's why we're nice to our fans. So, what is that? What do you mean by that? Maybe explain. Do you you explain what it means, Nick? That we're actually nice to yeah, our fans. You, oh, you're actually nice to your fans. <laughs> us explain why? Because people are saying people are probably going. Wait a minute, why didn't they just do over again Patreon? And it's like, oh yeah, that would have been Buku bucks. Yeah, that would have been a bunch of bucks for sure. I'd be even freaking Super Bowl right now. But I'm actually nice to my fans, Nick. Mm. And you. Don't have to pay five bucks just for my show. You pay for that. This other show, Hollywood Masterclass, I heard it's really funny. And even our enemies at Teachers Lounge up there. What else did you do that's different for the double? Yeah, how'd you do that, it? Now We're we struggling. are also going to be expected to do. Well, I mean, I would say that we have a vi- – do you guys have a pretty loose format for your show? Yeah. And we have a little bit of a stricter structure not format. The, the, the tight – the like razor sharp yeah. format, right? The fucking Swiss of watch. Eat the food. <laughs> I look. I would go. We really should get to the forks. <laughs> I wouldn't say we have like precise. You know, it, 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 it's not precise, but we we have like a general sort of mechanism for how we construct our our normal shows, and they're all centered around usually an individual chain. So we're you know this is the episode we're going to review Denny's. Or Play whatever, the song that other people did for you. Mm-hmm. Right, that that is an element. Yeah, there's. Oh, yo, the I wanted the to, better. I wanted to ask: Is yeah. there anything you want us to say for a drop? A lot of times, people pull shit out of our shit to do a drop. Mm-hmm. I heard someone you say wish was in a drop because I'll say right. it. I heard someone say, "Oh, I should maybe subscribe to Stitcher Premium because they said something about the Doughboys, and maybe I could cut that up for a drop." Get out of my paywall <laughs> subscription feed. Get out of here. If you're just Delete doing it, it to make a drop, forget it. Here, I'll give you the fucking drop for okay. free. Fuck the doughboy. <laughs> Put a drop shield on it, Brett. So they try to to splice it for a drop. Brett, initiate drop shield. Uh, what? What is that? Brett doesn't feel like he's been allowed to do enough this episode. Now he's punishing us. Mm-hmm. 
Do you mean by drop flat. shield? I, I just I want to try to because like Brett, I'm also unclear on what you mean. Are you suggesting some sort of like? It's a protective shield that when they try to splice it, okay, it deflects the splice. Oh, so it like encrypts that little element if you try to pull yes. it out. It's like a those few panty shield. It ricochets. The splice ri- ricochets into one of their other apps. Mm. Oh, so it can't just say Doughboy. They can't just take out Doughboys from that. It has to be fuck the Doughboys. No, Brett. No, they Brett. aren't allowed to splice any of it. They'll be tempted. That was splice You're saying bait. that's a perfect dr- – that would be a yeah. perfect drop. Sean that would be an ideal. Perfect splice oh, bait. They, they tried to do the splice. I gave the juiciest drop they've ever heard in their life. And then, and the then s- when they go in to splice it, it's going to freaking shoot off ricochet like what Hayes said. And the skull made of ones and zeros comes out on their screen and goes – Eats one of their other apps. Got it. So I'll shield the entire thing then. The skeleton have a nice day. The, the skull's going, have a nice day. Have a nice day. <laughs> and all the other screens in their house, the skull appearing, have mm-hmm. a nice day. Yeah, and he actually is giving them the opposite. Yes. Yeah, so, Nick, what do you want me to drop on you? Well, you just said Any that, drop you want. You just said that this this is going to be shielded, so I, I didn't... No, I mean, to we me shielded, just, no, we shielded just that one phrase. Brett, can and you we shield, won't do it again. Can you shield just a, a fragment of an MP3 file? Like, is that technologically possible? I can... Yeah, I can do anything. Okay, all right. <laughs> In this box. He's the fucking lead yeah. engineer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't been properly introduced, but actually... So this ain't Dustin Martian over here, all right? <laughs> yeah. This is Brad Morris. <laughs> How do you? Here's what I want to know. Yeah. You can feel, I'm sure, just in this room, us having to do the extra episode has sapped all of our strength. Is this the extra episode? Wise. Or is no. this a, re- Might this as a regular well episode? Might as well be. Oh, yeah. okay. But it's the same thing. It's all crap now. It's That's all a, mush. That is a thing we've run into because we do. Did you? So is this your second record of the day? Did you do another one earlier? No, no. not even. But we've had to do other extra records in the past. Just few that we're weeks, recording right. at and all. And I thought that maybe gotcha. each one would be half as good because we're taking one amount of energy and distributing it across more of a show. But right. it's actually somehow even less energy than we were starting with in the first place. Just yeah. knowing that we have to do two, I think, means that each one is it's maybe about a quarter. quarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think definitely like that's kind of. An issue we've had as well. I mean, for us, more, I agree. It's, more it's more logistically that I we agree. will that yeah that we'll double up record. So we'll do like a regu- we'll do a full episode and then a bonus episode. And so it's like you know we're doing twice the talking. It sounds like shit, man. And so my my question, the reason I ask you yeah. is how do you handle that like morally? That you're just like getting away mm. with it. Yeah, so like bad. we're charging our fans more money basically for a worse product and advertisers. Right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's part of. I mean that's that's part of the calculation behind it, right? Like you want to make it as good as possible, yeah. but and then you 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 I, I guess their guilt is kind of a motivating factor of like, okay, I right. want to make sure that this thing, this product that someone is paying extra for, uh, is not of worse quality. But than then the, it is worse. Yeah, you say that a lot of times are is, you yeah. driven by shame? But then look, I, I, here's what I, I'm guessing happens. Yeah. The shame is you're like driving home from the record. You're just racked by shame and you want to drive into a bridge abutment. But mm. then you go home, open the fridge, and it's full of that sweet corn. Mm. You think just, because I'm corny, I like that corn is my favorite that, food. That, <laughs> that well, bunch sweet of ears corn. of corn. That gold, well, sweet corn. That golden sweet corn. Mm-hmm. Your face is bathed in the yellow light mm-hmm. from all the sweet corn. Yeah. You're freaking mixing up some elote. 
I would say I would say actually having elote asado to me would be less corny because that's like oh yeah this this is corn based, but that's not a, a conventional Caucasian white person food. That's Imagine like, explaining that. Imagine who would explain that. That that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, but imagine who would tell us about that. Are, are you saying a are you saying a corny person is who explained that? I'm not saying anything. The corny man. I'm just asking you. Imagine. The corny man? Yeah. Do you want me to do the full yes, verse I of do. the corny man? Yes, I do. From uh, Total Devastation album? Yes. Yeah. Have I done that on a show before? Yes, but not this song parody version of it. <clears throat> mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what. I wonder how I would change the lyrics to the corny man. <laughs> I might need a few minutes. Do you know the song The Corny Man? No, I don't. Hmm. Is this from a musical? I didn't know it either. Okay. I mean... <clears throat> So, Total Devastation had a song called The Horny Man. Who's Total De- Devastation? Uh, I, they were sort I, of like a Cypress Hill Jason. Yeah, oh, that's uh, fun. Yeah. Art, a musical artist. Yeah. Mm. Weed rappers. Oh, hell yeah. Mm. And I do know most of the words to The Corny Man. But uh, I don't really know how to change them. You've had so time, fast. but you've been having to talk, so it's, that and can't it's, be easy. And, and, well, and I have been checking in with myself. Do I have anything? And the answer is... Not really. Not even one line. Mm. What's an original line, and we can all do it. So the original line, the original song is called "The Horny Man." Well, the thing that's interesting is doing a lot of it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, yeah. So sing some of it. Uh, one, two, mic check it. Came to get naked. Can I get with it? Can I hit it? Because I'm the horny man. I love to hit skin. See, I got a gym hat, so it's safe to go in. Getting hot like a toaster. Pose okay. on your poster. Come wow, take that's it out. I'm a lovely little ghost. Swimming in women. You're like going Cuba. too fast. Hit mad skin. It's like my angry. You're going too fast for me to do a song. You sound like Twista. But I could do. Okay, so this is the corny man. One, two, check it. Came to get breakfast. What's the next line? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, you just I came to get with it. So, honey, can I hit it? Okay. Maybe. Uh huh. And what about Quidditch? what about this part? Came to get what, Quidditch. But, but this part's like Quidditch. But, but this that part's good. Idea. But this yes. part's good. Hang on. Came to play Quidditch. Came to play Quidditch. Wait, but this part's better. He goes. He goes. He goes. He goes. See, everybody love me because I got a lot of flavor. And plus, I'm best known for my. Wait. See, everybody love me because I got a lot of flavor. And plus, I'm best known for my sexual behavior. Okay. So that part, I think, he's talking about flavor already. Sure. Yeah. But I guess for me, it's it's it seems like is the thesis of the song it's going to be about corn the food, or it's about being corny, like the idea of being kind is of a he made ball. of corn. Yes, uh-huh. is he the corny man? I think we can find room for all of these things in the See, song. Okay, because I got everyone. Lo- everybody love me. My sexual behavior. I'm hung like a hanger. The green weed slinger. I'm like the hit squad. I'm a sad as a headbanger. Hit you like a drug. All you need is a hug, and you can be loved. Is this your favorite song? You really know a lot of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he knows that. He just sang it. Yeah. You were playing this a lot in uh, the, the offices of the Harvard Lampoon. This is what mm-hmm. you guys would oh, yeah. play to get down. Oh, yeah. We would we would throw that on, and we would just set a big pile of money on fire, <laughs> warm our hands that was by it. Part of the big subversion, especially with all your old heroes I know for the movie, is that they were exclusively white. But they would play this Motown mm. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barry Gordy. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we, are we doing anything with that flavor line at least before we move everybody on? Everybody love me because I got an electric shaver and I'm uh, everybody know me for my corny ass behavior. 
Plus, I'm best known for my plus corny I'm best ass known behavior. for my corny ass behavior. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Do you want me to shield that? Yes, please. Okay, thank you. I can I, see mm. people like setting it up, like doing the thing where they put the beat from the real song on right. it, splicing the beat on it. See, everybody loves the me for my sweet buttery flavor. Oh, okay. that's fun. Plus, yeah. I'm best known for my corny ass behavior. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's just difficult for me because I don't know the source. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm sort of flailing here. I mean, like right, like a, like a, doing a parody. It's trying and, not to cry. Do, doing a parody <laughs> in of itself is, you know, it's it's just a lot of it's find and replace a lot of. He times, says but. I'm getting love at the pub like Sam Malone. Now there's something about like corn pone maybe that could go. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah. He says, I'm getting love at the club like Sam Malone, at the pub like Sam Malone, and mm. I make a bitch moan when it's time to bone. Mm. So maybe he just yeah. says, like, I make some corn pone, and then it's time for pone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you're going to rhyme corn pone with pone. Then it's time for pone. Okay. So that's not rap to you? All these rappers, I've heard you complain about this. Like, you rhyme, like, like... The sweet ass with like ass and like you, that's not a real rhyme. That's yeah, not music. That's not poetry. No, I th- I mean like like I think it's if you're in a pinch and, and that's what you got to land on. I think that's fine. But well, what I, if you're doing two different meanings for it? Like ass means one thing and well, what one if it's context? like uh, yeah? If you don't want if if you don't want to get a punch, pass me that cup of punch. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh, can I that's rhyme clever. That? That's clever. Yeah, I think that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, I think okay, that's fine. Okay, so then you're going back on your own word. Look, I'm not the I'm not the arbiter of what is and isn't a a, a good rap lyric. I well, then why did you come it. in and say all they need to do with this rap music is add a C to the front of it? Okay, I why think, did you come in and say that this morning? <laughs> that they need to do that. That they have to do that. I, I don't. And think they that's... say they can go ahead and borrow the C from the front of my word, corny. <laughs> Then you're the orny man. And then and you're the orny sorry, man. Sorry, that's taken yeah. by Orny Adams. Orny Adams already has that. How's he doing? I haven't se- I haven't heard a lot from Orny really these days. Really good. Is yeah. he? Okay. He's ooh, he's on fire, man. He's probably going to tape a special. Because that little coda of comedian, he kind of seemed like he was flailing. And you know, it's like a it's a it's not a sympathetic portrayal. Could of that him. have been that the movie shut off and you saw your own reflection in the TV? <laughs> <laughs> you think I was looking at my own? I, I, I'm looking at myself flailing. That little piece at right. the end where there was, yeah, where he was flailing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it's possible, uh, mm. but I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I'd characterize myself as flailing. Like to me, that's that's kind of a. I, I think I maybe stalled out, yeah. uh, but also this was years ago when I watched it. I don't know if I, w- I was either of those things at this point. Hey, Kevin, while you're here, I have a question. Mm. Yeah, what's up? What's up with this Lightning McQueen Kleenex box on the table? Why Why uh, is there like a Cars go. theme? Oh, my God. Uh, I get uh, our go. tissues and uh, paper towels in bulk, and they had a bunch of like Pixar and different uh, Disney ones and Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, so I got like a hundred The guy who talks boxes. about cartoons, who loves the Minions, the cartoon characters that look like corn. <laughs> I had so much fun doing this podcast about the Mickey parking structure. <laughs> I did have a lot of fun doing it in the podcast, The Ride. I talked about the Mickey and Ren's parking structure. I did have a lot of fun. So, I, I, Kevin, this is specifically a Cars 3 one, I can tell, because you've got Cruz Ramirez on the side there. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. 
Did you? Did anyone see Cars three? It's. I mean, it's not. I don't Just think it was you, Nick. <laughs> I didn't think it was great, but it, there was like a fun element where they had they were they had a real passing of the torch. And I wonder if they're going to continue that if they if they ki- they keep the franchise going because I think they were basically like oh Lightning McQueen is not going to be I mean spoiler alert Lightning Lightning McQueen is not going to be uh, the you know fastest racer on the circuit forever so by the end there there actually is like a very it, it's basically like a like a, a relay race where like he hands the baton to Cruz Ramirez and Cruz Ramirez ends up winning and then he's kind of settled into the uh, mentor role. That was previously occupied by Paul Newman's character. Do your fans engage with this like authentically, or are they just like, "Holy shit"? Do they talk? Would you say stuff like that? Or are they just like, "What the fuck"? <laughs> or are they actually responding to the stuff that you're saying? Yeah, good uh, question. Right? I yeah. think there's probably a little bit of both. I think there are probably people who are genuinely engaging, and I think there's also people who are sort of like ironically engaging, mm-hmm. kind of like a like. Do you think the people that are genuinely engaging have children? Because uh, <laughs> everything you likes for babies. <laughs> I don't think I just Maybe like that's how that, they see it. I don't. I mean, it's possible. It's possible that you're exposed to your. To children's programming because you're you're yourself a raising kids, so yeah. But I don't think I only like things for babies. I think I do like some family entertainment, but not just that. Mm. What time is it, Brett? In the show? In the show? Yeah. Yes. So we're doing the show. He's punishing us again. Yeah. Well, if you don't give me stuff to do, then <laughs> Mitch is texting it's me right now. Should I text him back? Minutes in. What he say? Handbook time. He's texting. He's texting me and Gabrus about something. Oh, good. Seeing he just shit on my time to speak to. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brad. I got <laughs> locked into this. Brett, uh, w- w- how, how much time? It is a waste. It's good when we have Brett for the record, and then I know, and then we didn't really get to use him. I know, but you you can also be like you know you don't have to be passive aggressive about it, Brett. You can be like I can't even stuff see out your there. face. You're be <laughs> so do it to Sean. Directed to Sean. What's up, dude? It's your computer. It wasn't my idea to put a computer there. It's hey, your Brett. idea. Brett? Brett? Yeah. Mad respect. Mad respect. Mad respect. What time is it in the show? 41 minutes now. 41 and that's like the same length as our bonus episodes. That's the thing. Do we have to go to like, do these have to be longer? With yeah, the ads. It's starting to feel that way. With the ads. With the ads. Oh, right. Between the ads and everything. Wait, so you run ads on your bonus episodes? No, right? No. But you're you're saying your bonus episodes are your bonus episodes are a little shorter. They're like a little bit more compressed. Uh, Our bonus episodes, yeah. Well, there's no ads. They're I guess a little bit shorter. Because I think think they should be thirty to thirty to forty five or something. Yeah, that sounds good. Because I think like what the this was a question Hayes asked earlier, and we 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 partially addressed, and then we we went on a tangent. But the as far as the difference between our normal episodes and our and our bonus episodes, our bonus episodes are more compact. And I think they are, you know, we've got these normally 90-minute episodes. I just we gotta, do. bye. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.